This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. I got my knockoff ABC pants on. I got, uh, we've got a very um, smooth to the touch um, um, amount of paper in the uh, in the old You're copier the only today. person that has noticed that. It's like USA Today over here. It feels very nice. Very nice. Yeah, right. it's like oil of Olay meets like office paper. It's very, uh, very smooth. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got we got it all going on here. Life is good. I got an Altoid. Oh, <laughs> man, what you are just living the dream. Who's you, got it better than us? Nobody. That's you are uh, you're, you're you're living it. You're living it, man. You're living living the dream. Well, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are here on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com on Ruskin and Zach, and the McClarty Daniel Hotline is ready to go. At 866-285-4005. God help us all today. 866-285-4005. Hopefully, by by the time we kick all this off, everybody's kind of punched themselves out a little bit. That's the goal. That's That's the the idea. We let let Phil and and Matt absorb a lot of the body blows. That's right. And then we come in and just have a good time. That's, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't want to have, we don't want to be serious here. We want to have fun. We don't want, don't want to do anything of consequence. DQ had a big weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, the Mona Lisa got souped again. No, 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 no. The biggest weekend was you. I had a hell of a weekend. You had the biggest weekend. I, I, I won every bet I put money down on this Did weekend. you really put all of Friday uh-huh. on Kentucky? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo, buddy. But I waited until the very last minute when it dropped to five and a half. Five and a half, that's when I got that's it. When I got that's when I got it. That's when I got yeah, it, too. I, I saw it at five and a half, and I said, and what does Sterling say? That doesn't make any sense. It makes and no it, sense. And then I woke up Sunday morning, and I had all this money, and I didn't know what to do with it. So yeah. I'm sitting there, and I hadn't placed my championship bets yet. You mean after you gave your tithe to the Lord, course, you didn't know what course, to do with right. your money. And, paid, right. and, of course, the Let's taxes. Let's get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, and, the taxes, and, of course. Taxes. I uh, and Then I woke up, and I looked at the lines, and the lines had jumped a half point each way. Like, the, the Chiefs were now getting four and a half. The, four, uh, the, uh, the 49ers were getting seven and a half. I was like, eh, some, something is afoot. See, I knew – I. Given my uh, my status, probably uh, you know for the rest of my life, I can't bet against the Chiefs anymore. It is just not. <laughs> this is not a battle I'm willing to fight because I'm not going to win. So I, I I'm done betting on the Chiefs or against the Chiefs or anything involved with the Chiefs. I looked- so the only game I could bet on was Niners Lions, and I stayed away because I waffled. I was like, I can't. San Francisco is going to kill them. But what about I've been with the Lions all year, so I just stayed away, and I should have bet the 49ers because they won. I looked at I looked up Lamar Jackson's playoff history. You know how many oh, points, you know how many stinks. you know how many points per game they average? Five, ten. <laughs> and I was like, uh, Mahomes can score more than ten. And uh, I just I, I I knew I knew the Chiefs were going to cover the four and a half. I thought they'd win the game. Then I uh, I took the um, the Lions plus the seven and a half, or yeah, plus the seven and a half. And boy, when they scored that last touchdown, there was nobody happier than me. Oh no, that was a great thing. Yeah, yeah. that was very hey, good. Friday night, I guys, the the key Uh-oh. to this whole betting thing is bet against Sienna. That's Sienna the, on a Friday night is going to get your weekend off to a good start. They get, suck. Get the weekend I, going. I won not Friday night. I won Friday and Saturday. They had back to back games, and I bet I bet I bet against them twice and won twice. God bless Sienna. They lost to uh um uh gosh, I Iona. Iona on Friday night, then lost the to Saints. Lost to St. Peter's on Sunday. Oh, man. So I was like, that's easy money. This, these pants have a pocket with, within a pocket over here. My pants. There's like a zipper pocket in he, the regular he, pocket. He, he's telling me what a big weekend he had yesterday. He went to the car wash and he got pants. Knock off ABC pants, might I add. I love it. Man, I love living in an America where I can wear drawstring pants pants to work and it's totally acceptable. It's totally acceptable. I love this. Here anyway. I love it. DQ, how are you doing? I'm good. The Mona Lisa got souped. Yeah. Why? Now explain. Uh, for, climate, for, climate. For those of the older people in our audience, what does that mean? Uh, someone threw soup on the Mona Lisa. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, they were climate protesters. So like what, they all, why? they're always, they always what, are. What does Mona Lisa's that's painting have to do with the it's climate? Most famous painting in the world. They do if know they that's do not it, the real Mona Lisa, right? If they do it, they know they'll be seen. Oh, I see. This is a, this is like uh, gluing yourself to the court during the NBA playoffs. Yeah. The okay. internet, but like for, for more so. Okay. okay. All right. Got it. I see. All right. Will uh, any of these people be um, um, 
uh, gluing themselves to the goalpost at the Super Bowl in 13 days, perhaps? Uh, probably not. No, I don't mm. think so. I don't. I don't think they're allowed past the uh, first security th- perimeter. Yeah, I don't know how long you get thrown in jail for doing Souping that. How about? Lisa? I'm assuming a couple weeks a, or so. Uh, you're gonna spend some time in prison. How about that? Uh, that smooch yesterday, uh, Taylor and uh, Kelsey. That was pretty good, right? I really try not to get caught up in like her going to games and stuff. But but those photos were so cute. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I have a brief uh, transcript of one of the press conferences post-game. Uh, a reporter question: Travis, do you love her? Answer, I'd like to keep my personal life personal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There uh, you go. Yeah, okay. But, he was asked in the press conference P- if he loves but her. But PDAs are cool. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What a question. So, so let me get this straight. We've got Taylor Swift and, and her thing going with the, with the Chiefs, and the, the 49ers celebrity fans are deadheads. It's, it's yes, Bob Weir, dead. yes, okay. Bob Weir, yes. I yes, saw this right. tweet that was like, who on the team is he dating? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I thought that, that was too. funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, and everybody has already figured out mathematically how to make it work where she can fly back from Tokyo and uh, see the Super Bowl and then go back on tour. So it's episode all been... of the West Wing solved that in 2001. What's that? Well, they flew from Tokyo back to the States. Oh, yeah, yeah. Solved the whole thing. It can be done. It can be done. It could be done. Should be tired, but uh, but it can be done. Well, you know, you get some Red Bull and some Dr Pepper, yeah. and then there you go. That's, right. it's, or that's whatever. how I get through every day. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. how I make it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, let's we, see. We're going to talk about this at some point, but Dan Campbell is a moron. Okay. And we'll give the guy over there. Look uh, out. He'll give the guy over there a run for his money as the worst in-game manager of all time. The guy over there being Samuel, Samuel, uh, Samuel. Bartholomew Pittman. Okay. Uh, he made four mistakes yesterday that any nine-year-old that plays Madden knows you don't do. <laughs> but for some reason, we're glorifying the fact that Dan Campbell blew it for his team. Absolutely blew it. That's man Campbell to you. Thank you very well, much. Well, he's at home Campbell right now <laughs> because of his stupidity. And you know what? I'm sorry. His ego got in the way. Whatever. It's the way they've done brain, it all year. Bra- yeah. And you know what? He got lucky. You come up against a good team, take the points. How bad is Lamar Jackson? I mean, good. How Lamar, bad? Lamar did not play very well. How early, bad so. is Lamar Jackson? But if you think like, about it, Zay Flowers is the one that cost him the game. He really did. I mean, That's the true. 15-yard penalty uh, yeah. for taunting. Gave the guy a face can, wash. You, you yeah. can say whatever you want. And then fumbling the ball in the goal line. Yeah. They came up seven points short. But the interception there at the end is one of the worst throws I've ever seen in playoff football ever. 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 It, that was it was inexcusable. It was terrible. It was a terrible throw. And it was a terrible decision if, in front of three guys. Here's the other thing. With the, if you're the Ravens, you're not trading Lamar Jackson. You're stuck with no, him. No, you got him now. You're stuck you got with him. him now, and this you just is, gotta hope that one year no, Mahomes gets hurt. That's what you gotta happen. hope for. It's never going to happen. Okay. You are stuck with this guy. And there's nothing you can do about it. No, you're you're in now. If you trade right. him, you're getting fifty cents on the dollar. Right. Yeah. You are stuck with that. Yeah. And I like Lamar. But he's not a he's not he's not a big time quarterback. No, he's not. No, he does not rise in the uh, biggest uh, occasions. No, he does not. So you mean that's uh, that's the way that is. Um, but you know, he has had the misfortune of playing in the league during the Mahomes era, and um, nobody's going to get rid of that guy. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's never going. They're, they're never going to get rid of him. They're not the best team in the league. No, they're not. But they have him. They have him. And, and they have quit does. playing Kadarius Tony. And for whatever well, reason, that combination is working they, out for them. They said that he was injured. Tony went to inst- uh, went to uh, Instagram and said, no, I'm not. Who cares what he thinks? No, Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, Chiefs fans do not care if you're hurt, not hurt, or whatever. You're out there winning. So shut up. They're trying to get you a Super Bowl ring, you jackass. Quit talking. I mean, come on. I'm not hurt. So, if you just go along to get along, you could get a ring in 13 days. Idiot. I mean, seriously. Have you ever seen anything like this? No. Shut up. We don't care. And Chiefs fans certainly don't care, by the way. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Y'all are good. They couldn't be happier you're not playing. 
Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Dan Campbell lost the game. For the Lions yesterday. Okay. All right. All right. Absolute idiot. Okay. But he's your guy, and I know you love him. I just think the 49ers were a better team, and they won. That's what I think. You cannot blow a 17-point lead in 12 minutes. You can't do it. It's impossible. They did it. They did it. You know, it happens. No, it doesn't. It never happens. It should never happen. Yeah, it happens. And you know what? Lions fans are are real happy they got to the conference title game. and No, your coach lost the game for you. Eh, We're fine. Are you? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. All right, here you go. He didn't blow anything. One. Actually, one and two. Should have kicked the field goals both times instead of going for it. Take the points. What if he misses a field goal? Statistically, you take you take the points there. The first one, the first miss, is what started the comeback. I don't know. Now, here's any any nine. What started the comeback? I knew they were gonna lose when the that ball got tipped and IU caught it anyway well, at the two later. yard line. That was after the that was I, after that. I knew they were gonna lose at that point. I'm like, any, you don't win when something like that happens to you. Any nine year old game. who plays Madden knows. They had the ball first and ten at the forty nine of the 49ers at coming out of the two minute warning. They get a big chunk play. They're in field goal range with a minute and fifty two seconds left and three timeouts on the clock stopped. Kick the field goal right there. Then you don't have to go to the onside kick and all that stuff. If you kick the, you need two scores regardless. You need two scores. Kick the field goal. You can kick it deep. You need three stops. Then you get the ball back. Instead, what they did was they ran off a minute and five seconds with a running play. That was mistake number four to burn one of those timeouts. Ran off a minute, got the touchdown at the end. But in the NFL, since they changed the rule, you can five percent of onside kicks are recovered. They're never gonna get an onside kick. No, you can't. It's never gonna happen. You can't. So the way what I'm talking about is if you go down, you kick the extra or you kick the field goal, you kick it deep, get three stops, you got the ball back. You got the ball back with about 45 to 50 seconds. At least you give yourself a statistical chance. It just wasn't. It wasn't their time yet. It just wasn't their time yet. Dan Campbell. That's all it was. Blew it. All right, well, go go get some other coach then. I don't I don't know. I mean, what what do you want? I don't know. But what do you they, want? They're gonna I'm, they're gonna retool. Ben Johnson's gonna be a, a head coach somewhere. That's a problem. Yeah, that that when, that they, when they start uh, cannibalizing the staff, yeah. that's when it's uh, or not cannibalizing, but whatever. When they when the staff starts to fall apart, uh, that's when uh, that's when these things start to uh, fall apart. So yeah. that was I, their one shot at, it, and they didn't get it. Oh well. So what? They'll be a fun team to watch, but they were in a position. They they were in position to win the game. If not for their uh, their head coach, just absolutely going brain dead. I understand he's the, been you know, brain dead for eighteen weeks. I mean, but this is I, what they I do. understand being aggressive and all, and that's your personality. But there's a point at which you have to use your head in those situations and be smart about certain things. Discretion no. sometimes the better part of valor. A meathead is always going to be a meathead. No, I, what are I, you going to do? I know, I know. And Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, who learned his lesson blowing a twenty-eight to three lead. Sat there and let him. Well, at least, uh, at least he didn't say I don't know after the game. No, he didn't. So he, I mean, he he's, he's, he's money ahead there in he that regard. It. He owned it. I mean, so I re- I respect that, but uh, you know, I don't respect. Well, I don't know. What, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the what, time on the clock. I don't know. I mean, that I don't I don't I don't understand that at all. But I mean, hey, so this is what they do, and they didn't work out. Oh well. You know, as far as as far as the other game, I I have two questions. One, uh, Jim Harbaugh was there, which means Connor Stallions was there. Uh, is are they going to hire? Connor Stallions is my first question. Do you with, remember with the when they had the administrative timeout because there was a random drone flying over the stadium? Jim Harbaugh. Connor Stallions. Oh, absolutely. Espionage. No question. No question. That's no right. Question. Trying to help out the brother. That's what it is. You know, he's trying to help out John. That's what he was doing with a little intel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. How in the name of uh, whatever, 
how do you let Kelsey in the biggest game of the year catch it 11 times for one whatever it was? What, what, what are you doing? Well, to every all year long, every defense imaginable has totally shut that guy down. And then the vaunted Raven defense let him run all over the field yesterday. I that think, was a I, terrible job by them. I think their game plan was they believed they were good enough to A, get pressure on Mahomes, which they did. They got to him a couple times. But yep. they thought that Patrick Queen and that linebacking or Roquan Smith could handle him. They nope. Didn't. They didn't. Nope. They didn't. Nope. Uh, that was um that, that was it was it was interesting to watch because the Chiefs, they only have one guy to throw the ball to. Yes, and it's Travis right. Kelsey. Although Valdez Scantling made had that one, ugly catch that one, was a catch. one so. catch, and it was, first of all, what a play call on, what was it, third That's what down. Andy Reid does. He did yeah, it. He, in, does. he did it with Chad Hinney. He did. In a he game. Did. He they did. threw it to go win the game uh, when, when Mahomes was out. Was that a year, two so, years uh, ago? A couple of years ago. Yeah, when Hinney uh, had to play, and yep. they're like, we're going to throw it to backup and get the first down win the game. Yep. That's what he does. Um, and, and it worked out for him. Doesn't work out for Dan Campbell, and he's a moron. That's how the world works. But That's how it works. That's how it works. Ugh. And uh, you he know, a seventeen-point lead. He did. It was there. It happens. It was right there. I mean, it was there for them. It happened. And they, the just Ravens blew it. were just like, I mean, I don't know. The the Ravens just had a. They're just. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good because we know this isn't vintage Kansas City. No, this is a fine no. football team, but that's it. What's well, a defensive team, which is not something we've seen. Well, that's in the right. Yeah, era. I mean it's that's a defensive uh, team. yeah. It's uh, you know Spags is uh, is uh, really uh, really got it going on over there, and the uh, the punch out by Snead. I mean it was just oh. perfect at the goal line. It was a perfect play. <laughs> Absolutely perfect play. Perfect play. Perfect replay of it on TV. All of it. It was it was and all. They had it something. done to them the week before in Buffalo. That's right. Which yeah. you know irony of ironies, but. Dan Campbell, sometimes, I mean, he believes in his guys, and it was a fun ride, but there's a point at which you have to, you have to say, you have to put your team in the best position to win, and he didn't. Uh, well, it was fun. That's how it, it works. It, it, it was, was fun while it, it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. Fun while it lasted. Yes. Here's the thing know. San Francisco's a better team. Kansas City's going to win it again. Of course they are, because they got that guy. Yeah. And the 49ers have their guy. Yeah. yeah. It's going to win. They're going to win again. Of course they are. That's another one for Chiefs Kingdom, whatever that means. <laughs> They're gonna win it. Of course they are. I mean, we can spend thirteen minutes or thirteen days breaking down, you know, everything from the the deep snappers to uh, you know the quarterback play. But Kansas is gonna win. It doesn't matter. Fifteen is still unless he suddenly unless he misses the bus, they win the game. Nobody's talked about this. Kansas City gets to get one in the Raiders Stadium. That's got to mean a lot to uh, the people. In the organization, ah. the Hunt family—they hate the Raiders. I, well, the Raiders, hate them. The Raiders are. This isn't like the old Raiders. The, the, these, no, but it still means something. These Raiders are a punching bag. I it mean, still they, means something to the old timers, to the old heads. Ten, now, if Mark Davis is going to be there, and that of course stupid, he's going to be there. That stupid torch is lit up. It's his stadium. Of course he's going to be there. They're going to win one. This is better than getting one on someone else's field, like uh, like Dave Van Orn talks about. Uh, this is the Raiders and Chiefs have hated each other for sixty years. Going back to Lamar Hunt and Al Davis, and uh, now the Chiefs get to win one at the Raiders Stadium potentially. That's uh, that means if a that lot. dumb torch is lit up, of course yeah, it'll uh, be. And they have the like keeper of the flame. Oh, God, yes, of course. Whatever. I think uh, you know someone should wear a uh, white uh, satin jumpsuit in honor of Al Davis at the Super Bowl at his uh, his son's stadium. That's what I think should happen. All right, now let's see here. What else is going on? Um, 866-285-4005 is how you can reach us on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Now, um, there are uh, real Chiefs fans. And uh, I heard a guy today. I was uh, somewhere. It's not important where I was, but it was perfectly legal. Okay. And someone asked him, like, well, what, do you, what do you think about the Super Bowl? He's like, well, I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm rooting for Brock Purdy. Like, well, then you're no, not a Chiefs no, fan. no. Like, that's not how the arrangement works, okay? Like, you can't be... No, 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 no. So then I instantly knew, because of my Ruskin and Zach training, that um, he couldn't spell Christian Okoye. Like, this is not a Chiefs fan, you know what I mean? Like, this is a, oh, they're good, I'll watch them a little bit. Like, this is a bandwagoner all the way. Only, an, only a bandwagoner would say something like that. A real Chiefs fan would not ever say anything like that. No. 
No, you can't. So he's a bandwagon. You can't have two favorite teams. He's a bandwagoner. You have a you have a favorite team. It's like having a favorite child. Every right. every parent has a favorite child. Right. DQ. Yeah, me. Not the way the story was told to us, but okay. Okay. You can't you can't root for uh you can't root for two teams. Got to pick one. No. All right. Well, should we go there now? Why not? Okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with um. I, I, I've heard everything you've heard. I don't know if any of it's true, and definitively. And, not, and by the way, none of you know if it's definitively true, one way or the other. Uh, the way I see this is, um, this is all Devo's story to tell, and if he ever elects to tell the story, then that is his. Uh, that's his deal. But it, if he doesn't ever want to talk about what's going on here, then. That's the way it's going to be. But I don't know what's going on. Deal. I don't know if he's coming back. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't Dealing know. facts, which is he's not with the team. He's taken. A, he's stepped away from the basketball team. Whatever that means. Trevor Brazil's on the bench with, you know, Musselman said he's not close. So so you're dealing with you're you're without him. I thought they played better, and maybe it's a an addition, you know, by subtraction kind of deal. Well, that's the that's the complicated part about this to me, is that okay? Everybody wants to be respectful of Devo because of what he's done for the state and for the university and, you know, the great moments and all that stuff. However, this team played a hell of a lot better without him well, than when he, if he was there. I mean, seriously, the fact, they did. Again, facts are facts. Devo has not had a good year. Brazil has not he had was, the year we thought he was going to have. Hold on. Uh, Devo, um, minus 53 okay. in SEC play. Okay. He's not had – Devo has played poorly. Brazil has not had the year – that you you thought he would minus seventy two okay. in SEC play. I thought they played better. They the, the energy was better, the execution lacking. Yeah. Defensively, you know, I, I mean, what Kentucky start like three for twenty one, something like that. And, and some of that's Arkansas playing defense. Some of that's just bad shooting by Kentucky. Yeah. But either way, for fifteen minutes in the first half, and you had control of the game. You just could you could have put that game you, away in the first half. You can't say that. Um, um, what we've said all year, which they've played one good half of basketball. Well, they've now played two because, you know, I, I know things got wobbly in the last five minutes, but you can call that, we'll round up like DQ does on men's ages. Right. We'll round up and say that was a good half of basketball in the first half. But in the second half, I mean, you gave up, you gave up um, six, or you gave up three live ball turnovers that led to uh, layups at the other end. That's six points. You lost by six points. I mean, you can't. That that's it. That that's the deal. You clean those up. You you McKay, could very well win McKay a game. Mitchell played the best game of his career. Played his ass off. Played the great best, game. It's the best game of his career at Arkansas. Period. Yes. yes. Full stop. Execution was not great. They still turned the ball over too much. What was it? Nine nine assists and thirteen turnovers. Thirteen turnovers gave and Kentucky twelve points in the first ten minutes. They turned it over five times, and you start to, you start looking at the things that they could have. Kentucky couldn't throw in the ocean. You had a chance to get a ten. 15 point lead and you couldn't you couldn't do it because you couldn't throw it in the ocean either. They've got a problem at point guard. And I don't know what the answer is. Maybe it's L. Ellis, maybe it's, you know, Menafield, maybe it's somebody else, but they've got a problem getting themselves into their offense. I watched a lot of uh, I watched a lot, a lot of other games on Saturday and how quickly good teams get into their offense. Arkansas takes a long time. Jay Billis used the word laborious. It is a labor you, you, to, for you, them to get into their offense. You'd expect a lawyer to use a yeah. word like that. Yeah. But but when you sit yeah. and you watch other really good offensive teams around the country, and Kentucky was one of them. Kentucky is quickly up the floor, passing with a purpose. Arkansas passes the ball around the perimeter way too much. Handoffs yeah. and, and guys throwing it on the wing, and then you stand there for five seconds, jab-stepping, trying to find a little seam, and it doesn't it doesn't work. It, they're not good enough one-on-one -on -one to win those battles. No. So you have to, and Matt Jones taught me this, pass with a purpose, which is your pass has to be connected to another pass that moves you towards the basket or to an open shooter or something. And there was a there was a possession in the second half on an inbounds. They got it to L. Ellis. He dribbled it for 15 seconds on the wing, dropped it down to Makai Mitchell, who got called for a travel. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that that's their offense yeah, right that's now. That's not good. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not a it's not a very effect efficient offense at all. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I fully expect them to go out to Missouri and lose Wednesday night. 
Like I, I how I, I know what we saw Saturday, but I don't have any confidence in a carryover because the last time they played pretty well and had an exciting uh, game uh, that didn't carry over at all. So uh, until you do it, I can't believe in you. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I won't do it. Missouri, I'm not going to get hurt again. Missouri is playing <laughs> playing hard. Um, they're 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 it's a struggle for them as well. That that's going to be. That's going to be two teams just throwing haymakers at each and, other. Last one standing. And win. we're going to have a world Thursday morning where Arkansas gave Missouri its first SEC win of the year, and people are going to be losing their bleeping minds. Guys, we're, that's we're, what's going to happen. We're a Tremont Mark jumper away from being zero and seven in the league. That is very I mean, possible. Yeah. I mean, you're that. That's how razor thin this has been. Yeah, and right. I, I, I mean, I can't believe in them. Can anybody believe in them to win at Missouri on Wednesday night? I can't. They have, here's the maddening thing about this is you had leads in the second half, and you're going back and forth. You're in the game. And then there's that spurt from Kentucky, and then you just can't recover. Yeah. You know, they got up eight. You know, then they cut it back to four, but they couldn't get back within within striking distance in that, that one possession deal because it, it is such a struggle for them to, to get into their offense. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what you do this many games into the season. I, 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 there's no silver bullet that's going to fix this. You know, you just have to keep going and keep going and keep going. And they'll have better matchups against Missouri on, on Wednesday night. But, you know, does a win over Missouri fix anything? Probably not. Well, I, I don't well, know. I mean, no, no, that's not going to be, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, not going to, you know, inspire a bunch of people. To, oh, well, Missouri, uh, turn I, in the corner. There, there's been there's been a lot of things swirling. Turning the corner, by the way, involves like two or three wins, not one. You can't turn the corner with one. I know everybody is trying to, you know, speak it into existence. You know, all the people who uh, do coverage around this team who are largely alums, who are completely biased uh, and homers. Um, I know you're trying to speak it into existence. They have to be more consistent. They play well in one game to quote turn a corner, in my estimation. Sorry, that's just a little. Uh, I mean, they're aside there. They're they're a long way from from where I, a yes. win over Missouri doesn't fix anything. You've got to string one. They're not making the, the the NCAA tournament based on their regular season. I think we've come to that. There's it's, there's simply not enough time left and not enough wins on that schedule. So you got to be you got to so downshift focus. Now, look at the tournament. What is it? Eleven to win ten. Now is that yeah, right? It's not going to happen. No, the goal now should be to finish above five hundred. That should be the goal. Try not to play the first game on Wednesday. Oh, they will. They're going to play on Wednesday. There's no doubt about that. Picture this, a cold winter's night and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of. Quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. Ruskin and Zach, 866-285-4005. That's how you can reach us here on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Uh, this is a fun story to tell here. Uh, Deion Sanders has a new home because his three sons bought it for him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they have given back to their father by buying him a new pad in, Bold- in the Boulder area near the Colorado campus. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, wow! They are the, hey, the checks are clearing at Colorado. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but the checks are clearing at Colorado. They're doing okay over there. I, well, they had that uh, they had the TV show thing that uh, the oh Dion yeah, the T- TV show. Yeah. Uh, that's real money too. How about that, yeah, yeah. They went four and eight, and they're still buzz. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, they brought the. Uh, Bought the old man a uh, a house there. I mean, did they buy him a house because he was like living in a hotel? I mean, sh- surely he had a house already, and they just bought him a better house. Something like I need that. to know more about this. 
I'm more interested in this than anything else. I gotta be honest with you. I'm really, I'm really curious about the details on this. Who pays the property tax? Does Dion or the uh, the the Sanders children? Oh, I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the, the city of Col- or city of Boulder is gonna pick that up for him. They oh, just is that, love is that a, having him pick that up? Yeah. It's like it's like uh, when you um are the university president and you live in the house on campus, you don't have to pay for uh, whatever. Is that how that's gonna yeah, work? Some, yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. All right. Right. Timmy in North Little Rock says he's lucky to get a tie mm-hmm. from his kids. These kids bought their dad a house. <laughs> I don't even get I don't even get hello in the morning. What do you get? I got a grunt. Well, this morning I got don't talk to me. Okay. Um, and then shut uh, then shut your mouth. Okay. That that was uh, that was the greeting I got today. All right. That's pretty it's, good. It's going well. It's, it's going going really well. That feels uh, like. Uh, very solid uh, relationship there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's going well. A little, little daughterly love right there. Don't talk to me. Huh. Don't talk to me. Oh well, yeah, that was uh, that was fun to see. This nil stuff is uh, is pretty cool when it's working right. <laughs> so. He was connecting it with the house buying. Oh, okay, okay. Th- th- thank you for interpreting that. I, I was reading. When it works right. I was reading something else, and I was like, "What? What are you reading?" I, you don't want to know. It's a, it's a personal thing. But um, my brother-in-law's announced his retirement at the end of the season as a referee, yeah, or official. I mean, yep, yep, announced his retirement. I didn't realize he did the All Star Game in 2018. So wait a minute. So you announced these sorts well, of things? Well, the the NHL uh, uh, officials association. My sister texted me. Said Brian was retiring. So. What's his name so we can look for him? In the, or is he uh, is he out still? Uh, he no, he's back. Um, okay. He's he's not as he's he's working. He works the the North Central Circuit, Minnesota, uh, Detroit, Chicago, that that kind of circuit. Well, they might be on TV sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was he was on. I don't know three nights ago, something like that. Yeah. My dad always calls me to tell me Brian's on TV. I'm like, yeah, I know him. I, I know I know him. No, but no. Uh, Tyler wants us to uh, know that uh, he is ready for DVH and the uh-huh. Omahogs to save us. Okay, uh, here's the deal, Tyler. We don't know anything about that team either. So we're going to assume once again, this is what we did with basketball. We assume they're going to be great because of the coach. And then they're not as good. And everybody's... So I am not. I don't know anything about baseball until probably April 20th. Then we'll maybe figure out what well, kind of team they got. They're also 0 they haven't lost a game yet. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, but but to project, and it's also not fair to them to project your fan angst on them. They don't have anything to do with the reason that the, they've got the wrong football coach over there. And the fact that Musselman uh, got all the wrong players out of the portal. That has nothing to do with Dave Van Horn. So, to project your anxiety on him and the, and the baseball team is completely unfair as a fan. They I mean, are going but, to get a very anxious fan base who is going to um, who's been who's been kicked around for the last six months or so. And yeah. when they the first time the baseball team loses a game they're not supposed to, people are going to the hand wringing will start. I don't know if it will be you know over the top, but the hand wringing will start. And uh, and and you're right. I mean they're they're going to the baseball team's just kind of you know they're going to come in here smiles on their faces. Baseball season starting, and they're going to go into a very angry room. Right. With uh, with with Arkansas and fans, honestly, the regular season doesn't really mean anything to all of you because the regular season crowds are fine, but nobody pays more attention than they do in the postseason. So that's when the that's when it's pass fail for baseball and to a large extent basketball also is uh, it, it, that's when it's pass fail. So you can drop two out of three to Missouri in March and nobody cares, really. I mean, except the people who love to complain about stuff. But the legacy will be written on that team if they lose in the first weekend in June in the regional again, or if they move on to that, or to the next round, or if they go to Omaha. Like that's that's where they are, fair or unfair, and it's probably unfair, honestly. But that's the way it is. Is the opinion on that team in that program is written in June? So I'll take it back. I'll I'll know about baseball on June twentieth, not April twentieth. That's when I'll make my call on baseball, June twentieth. We'll see. I, I, right. The uh, they've had they've had some some really they've short circuited the last couple of years in uh, in 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 the postseason and you know the, but the bar was so dang high for them. It I is. Mean, you're, you're not going to get to Omaha every year. They've made the monster mm-hmm. and um, Nolan said you got to feed it. That's right. Yep. That's right. So uh, I mean uh, you know uh, Dave, certainly DVH can save us 
Save you from what? <laughs> that is not what he signed up for, by the way. He's just running a little baseball team over here, trying to win a championship. That's all it is. So, there you go. Oh no. no. Oh no. No. Do you want do you want to go down this road? I don't personally, but No. <sighs> okay. Go ahead. Say it. Here's a text on the McClarty Dino hotline from Rick. I think his friends call him the Rick. The Rick or yeah. Dr. Rick. That's right. Football one in sixty four. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh basketball one in ninety four. They did. Baseball wins in twenty four. Okay. All right. Arkansas wins every thirty years. <laughs> Rick, you share a you share a theory with Ty Richardson. That not can't great, make Rick. you feel good. Not great, that is not, not great company to hold. DQ. That is not great company. Do you, do you want to be on any list that Ty is on? No, no. I also never want to be in a club that would have me as a member. I never want to do that, and I I don't want to share a belief with Ty on anything. No, hmm. no. <laughs> Yeah, Rick is rethinking his yeah, life yeah. choices yeah, already. Rick, oh, that's not good at all. Rick, no, it's not. Go no. find Jesus now. Your, Rick. T- your team tie now. You, uh, you, the die has been cast, Rick. Yeah. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> right. Be 30 years. No. Win it, 64. Well, that's right. So you've got 94, and you've got one. You've got 94, and then 24. you got a lot of track change. 24 hadn't happened yet, so you don't really have any. This theory has nothing attached to it, except you won in 94. That's all there is. So that's... Uh, that's it. Uh, Ricky and Boomville claims they did win in 64. Zachary, the floor uh, is they yours. They did not. Uh, Rick, and and we've, we've, we've parsed through this before. Um, the AP and UPI champion is the recognized college football champion, which Arkansas did not win. And we can go through all of this, but I just encourage you to look up the AP UPI champion. Uh, it was Alabama. It was Alabama. Right. Grantland Rice Trophy is in their trophy case. Right. Sorry. Right. That's right. Uh, for those of you who want to hit that line.com, Ty is trying out the new cameras. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at it. What on earth is this moron doing? <laughs> They'll probably we... take it down after the test or whatever. Oh, no, this no. is only a test. I'm recording but... it. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what on earth are we doing? That camera is right up his nose. It right really now. is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Let's see here. Uh... But hey, if y'all want to go UCF on uh, 1964, hey, man, get after it, it man. Who, who are we to yuck your yum? All right, go for it. It's fine Enjoy. with us. It's fine with us. There's not a banner hanging in the stadium, though. There is not. I mean, that's, uh, that should tell you something. You, you won the postseason national title, which was not the way they did it in 64. Right. But yeah. Yeah. we can go. What's I, he saying? He's talking into the mic. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's doing. What's he saying? Ty, stop. Well, that move, uh, that video yeah, is shaky. I'm, give me a. Freaking yeah. uh, nausea or something. Who's there. he looking at? I don't know what he's doing. Okay. He's probably talking to someone in the room, getting the uh, the shot all lined yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, at least, hey, if if Ty has got the uh, the mics on and he's talking over us, please let us know because you know that happens. Yeah. He probably took us off after your uh, anti nineteen sixty four guys uh, uh, rhetoric. We can't have that. Yeah, here, hang, on you know, a Get, hang on. Hang on. Because I, I, I take a lot of bullets for this. One, they didn't win the national title in 64. Were they the best team after the after the bowl games and should have been crowned national champions? Yes. But it's not the way they did it right. in 64. You can't go back and retroactively make it fit your argument. It's not the way they did it. Every national titleist, every recognized national titleist prior to 1964 was the AP and the UPI. Period. Also, End th- of statement. This was 60 years ago. Who to bleep cares? None of y'all were there. <laughs> I don't care at all. It has You've not- been sold alive for 50 years. Nothing, it has ah. nothing to do with the price of eggs in China. Just right. it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's immaterial. Well, it matters to them. Because, you know, that it, without it, you can't say every 30 years. Well, without <laughs> it, your entire life is a lie, and nobody is comfortable with, with it, that particular. With it. With well, it. With, that's right. Yeah, right. Life's exactly. a lie. Right. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an uncomfortable truth. I understand all that. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, it's, uh, what is he doing? He's working on video stuff. And who are the 181 of you that are sitting there watching Well, it? we're driving people to it now, so they're watching it. Oh my! We're promoting God. it. You guys really need to look at You need to reevaluate your life. <laughs> I'm watching it. I Hell, know. You're watching it. Wait, what is it on? I want to see. It's on Hit That Line. 
it's on, on the Twitter. Twitter page, it's on yeah. X. Okay, hold on. It's on X. He's well, got 200 viewers. Yeah, I'll also join. All right. Yeah, all right. Everybody, three viewers right here. All right. There he is. Yeah, there's our boy. 206 of us. <laughs> Sitting here watching Ty do a I'm going to watch test. this again. I want to hear what he's saying. I'll have to do that during the break. Because he might be cursing or something. I know he can't, uh, <laughs> he can't play that on the radio. We could, I don't think but his, his mic isn't on. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Shh, shh. Ty's talking. He's giving away all the secrets. Be quiet. <laughs> You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. Clay Henry with us now here for the hour. Uh, Zach has uh, gone to a uh, middle school uh, junior high basketball game or something. So uh, we got Clay here uh, with uh, DQ and myself here on Ruskin and Zach. I will try my best to fill in for Zach. Well, that's all you, that's all you can do, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that would be one of the things that I would list in my career resume, you know, things that I've accomplished. Yes. That's right. That's, yes. In the first graph, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, like shout it to the mountaintops. Yes, that's right. That's right. Have you um, uh, have you followed along with any of the uh, preseason baseball stuff here over the last few days, or not yet? Yeah, and I'm I'm headed over Friday to. Uh, I've been reading everything, I, um, but I'm heading over uh, Thursday. I'm sorry to spend some time with Matt Hobbs for some Hogs Plus stuff. They're still calling me. I thought they were done with me, but they still oh, they're that. still throwing me assignments. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh do you think it's uh fair that the uh the fans are throwing all of their um hopes for a winner now on the baseball team because they've been disappointed in football and in basketball now? Well, just looks like a studly team, so it's not misguided. Yeah. But it's I mean, it's you have to have hope. And when there is no hope, then, you know, you look for a cliff. And, I mean, we we don't want anybody to go close to a cliff. No. no. So baseball, baseball is, is good. Yeah. I mean, you can you can also uh, throw in – I mean, fans are fans, and they, you know, they, um, you know, they, they want, so, you know, a sure thing. I think women's track is about as sure a thing as there is right now. Yeah. So that may not be something that really, but I, I'm excited. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting that it's, um, you know, you've got it's the first year without Lance Harder. But Chris Bucknam and Chris Johnson, that's the two big C's in track. They, I think they both have got good, good teams. This may be the best starting pitching staff rotation that, that we've ever seen at Arkansas. And there's been some good ones. But these are... There's three guys that they could all be taking in the top couple of rounds. Thing that you have to keep telling yourself about pitching is that you know you gotta you gotta get them to to May. Um, right. You know it's pitching is pitching, and every time you throw a baseball, you know there's 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 three things that can happen. It can be a ball, it can be a strike, or you can blow out your elbow. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know you didn't want me to tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean that that's uh, I mean, we've got people uh, you know that are uh, wondering. Uh, you know, we've gotten some texts, some some snarky texts about the uh, you know. You, whoa, whoa, whoa! You got a snarky text? I know, right? Yeah, isn't that uh, isn't that stunning? Stop around the here? presses! I know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, uh, but I can't. I, I mean, you can't go into a season, you know, expecting uh, doom and gloom. You have to have some sort of uh, you know well, but, positive energy here. I mean, but we're you know. They are just as prone to win 
an SEC championship as any program there right now. I mean, it's uh, they they've proven. I mean, it. You know, we we're talking about oh, who will replace Nick Saban and you know, following a legend. Who's going to replace Dave Van Horn? And I mean, it's not close. I think Dave's going strong, but gosh, what he's done! Um, only one time not to make postseason. That's that's rarefied air. But they they've got great coaches. They've got you know top-notch facilities, and you know if, if there's, I think he's figured out the portal. The guys that they brought in, it's a terrific group. I mean, it's a, there's a pitcher, there's a catcher, there's a, you know, a couple of uh, corner infielders, there's a you know a center fielder, there's an out, another out. I mean, it, that's what they brought in, and all of them were, you know, were, you know, three or four years of good experience, you know, excelling. Some of them SEC programs or Big Twelve programs, so they're they have uh, loaded up, and you know, it's one thing to have, you know, a top rating you know, freshman recruiting class, it's another thing to bring in fourth-year guys that, that all have excelled. And I don't, you know, the difference, and you can say, well, well, Musman did that. Well, a lot of these guys were on losing programs. I mean, it's the two guys they brought in from Texas Tech, all they did was win. So, you know, pitcher and a catcher, you know, all-stars, top, you know, going to be drafted in the first two rounds. I don't think any of the guys that Musman brought in were thought to be, you know, first or second, you know, second round NBA players. None of them. Uh, they just scored a lot on bad teams. Yeah. But that's the difference. And I, you know, you probably know all that. Did I, um, did I read, um, Dave was uh, talking the other day, like they have like three like stud catchers to try and choose from? Or I would say, like that? I would say four. Four. Yeah. And they brought in a freshman who everybody's like, well, you know what? You got, you've got both returnees that rotated last year. Both of them really good defensive catchers, and then they hit like gangbusters in the fall. Both of them seemed to figure it out. Then they signed uh, a guy that really, you know, is top end hitter from Texas Tech. Not as great a defensive catcher, but they kind of, you know, they let Bobby Wernis handle that in the fall, and he's lined out. And then they signed a guy I think from California that they all say is like James McCann, but maybe a little better hitter as a freshman, Ryan Helfrick. He had a home run off of one of their front-line pitchers in, I don't know if it, I think it was the Friday scrimmage, first scrimmage. But they say his bat is amazingly quick. And Matt Hobbs told me in the fall, you worry about freshman catchers because they haven't handled guys with stuff like, say, Hagen Smith and, you know, Brady Tigert. And, man, he just he just went right through it. You know, they feel comfortable about him calling pitches, which they let their catchers do. They've got an earpiece to give them help if they need it, but they, you know, Matt likes the catchers to call pitches because they, they can see stance and things that you can't see from the dugout at an angle. But, yeah, they I would say four that are legitimate. And I, I'll just say you can't have enough catchers because you can you have two go down in, in you know, in back-to-back innings. Yeah. yeah Foul no chips and whatever else, yeah. Yeah, they take a beating back there. Even over, uh, you know, fifty some odd games, it's still a, it's still a difficult position. There's no doubt that was, about that. That was my position growing up, and I've got the knees to prove it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I love to watch. I I could talk catchers forever, and and James McCann, um, as much as I like Frank Ragnow, and he, you know, he's been on center stage. James McCann, probably my favorite all time Razorback, and he's you know catching for the Orioles now. Yeah. And you you say, this guy's like James McCann in character, talent, that kind of stuff. It's like, whoa, Dave Van Horn doesn't just throw that kind of stuff out. No, that's not a name he's invoked very often since no. his, uh, his pro career. For a, guy that, yeah. for a guy that, you know, hasn't taken a college at bat to say that. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Uh... But, but, but the catchers that they returned are really good. And now they've, you know, they've added a, you know, a, a college transfer plus a freshman that the, the scouts are like, well, we like these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, uh, you know, a couple of weeks away, and I know they're still uh, working through uh, practice and stuff and, uh, you know, going through these uh, scrimmage games and everything. But we're talking with Clay Henry here. I, I'm on going Rust to Arlington there. to watch that. You know, the second weekend, I'm going down there for uh, my daughter, Sarah, and I. We're going to go sit in the stands for three games. You know, 
the weather's going to be perfect, right? It's indoor. Yes. And to close the roof if it's not, yeah, absolutely. Well, no, they, the roof will be closed. Okay. That's not, you know, you don't, it's it's February 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You know, just go ahead and keep that roof closed. <laughs> They're going to play Oregon State, Oklahoma State, and Michigan uh, down yeah. there. In yeah, the, uh, and, and they will, um, they'll have the most fans. Oh, of course. I mean, this is this is this is sor- sort of, you know, they're they're signed long term to keep playing in this thing because of the Razorback fans, and it to me is going to continue to build, and it's going to be like remember the days of the Southwest Conference tournament, and you know, and they called it Barnhill South Union Arena. Yep. yep. It's going it, to it'll it's going to continue to build like that because it's it's something you can you can kind of pencil in now. Um, you know, there's a lot of Razorback fans, baseball fans, that they can't they can't depend on tickets anymore. You know, it's 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 a sellout and kind of a rich man's game to get you know season tickets at Baum Walker. But you can go down there and buy general admission seats, and you're in a major league stadium, and there's no bad seats. Right. Yeah. The um. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm curious uh, that. With, uh, with the addition of OU in Texas, and you mentioned the Arkansas support, move the SEC baseball tournament down there. Yeah, it, it could, but I mean, you know, it's Hoover is kind of like Omaha. I don't see it. Uh, they've done so many things to kind of kowtow. Plus, it's you know, it's a, a five iron and a wedge from you know from corporate headquarters, the SEC offices. Yeah. I just don't see them leaving there. But what you say would make sense. Other than this, I don't think Oklahoma baseball fans travel. Yeah. They they won't. They don't care. I mean, and if, if Razorback fans want to go watch a big series and buy tickets, they can go to Norman and buy, you know, seats at Jack Mitchell Stadium. And, and, and they did that when the regional was there a few years ago. I don't know if you remember. I do, um, yeah. But uh, it was, you know, it was one of the most fun. I sat in the stands with my daughter for that game. And that was, you know, that was after, I think, did Florida beat OU in, in some kind of a football playoff game or something or a bowl game? And the Arkansas fans were doing the Gator Chop in <laughs> in the OU baseball stadium. It was just, just to hack them off. Yeah, T, I think Tebow had just beaten them the year before. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, they beat Sam Bradford. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, uh, I yeah, and that was Drew Smiley's kind of coming out party in that championship game. He almost pitched a perfect game, that's right? You know, to, and you know, we, he was a true freshman. Yeah, and and there, you know, after the game, he's like, "Well, this guy may pitch in the major leagues." Well, yeah, he did. I and, think he's still pitching in the major leagues. And you mentioned uh, we we had you on the rush back then, and you mentioned uh, uh, something about OU's fans uh, rusted out Suburbans or something in the, uh, in the <laughs> well, that, well, that's my line forever and ever. <laughs> you know, so it's you know the rusted out Suburbans from the oil boom days that you know you just driving along and well, there's another one, there's another one. <laughs> Like the original suburbans, you know, were are all scattered around Oklahoma. Yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. a good line, though, isn't it? It's it. Hey, it, it makes me laugh. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a that it's one a great will be line. that one will be. You know, when I write a book of all the the things that I've come up with, you know, the two or three or four, that's one of them. Yeah. Are you ever going to write a book? Well, I'm still doing stuff like this. Um, you know, there's there's some people that have asked me to 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 write. You know, I I thought about doing one where, you know, there's a chapter and it's about uh, you know, you know, one of the celebrities that I got to know. I mean, there'd be a chapter on Nolan, there'd be a chapter on Jimmy Johnson. I covered him a lot. I still, I can I still have his phone numbers. I got his cell and his house. You know, his place down in the Keys. Uh, Barry Switzer probably write a chapter on Barry. Um, yeah. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see him in two or three weeks to do something for Hogs Plus. Looking, for, you know, kind of firm that up today. Did we'll we'll get to Super Bowl and thoughts from stuff like that because that we talked about some of that today. Yeah, yeah. Zach was Switzer. telling me you were uh, talking to uh, Barry Switzer about yep. uh, particularly about what the Lions uh, had going on in that game. Yeah, are we, is it time to talk about that? Are we sure yeah. do with baseball? Yes. Um, well, I mean, you know, he's got a Super Bowl ring, so you know, we we can. We can kind of say what he thinks about NFL football is is uh, I mean he he's he's got you know some medals on his 
chest. He can talk about it. But he, number one, you know, you, you shouldn't, you know, when you're a road team, you shouldn't ever put your team at risk for momentum. You know, the whole, you know, you do not want to fuel the home crowd. And going forward on fourth down when the game is tight is, I mean, yeah, you can you can win the game then, but you, you have to decide how early in the game are you willing to lose the game. Yeah. Do you want to risk it at that point in the game, which is exactly, you know, what Campbell did. And if they don't make the, you know, the fourth and two or whatever it is, and, you know, the, the guy dropped it, it wasn't a great pass, but you put – your team, you know, at risk that if they don't make that play, the 49ers are just – the crowd's going to go crazy. They're going to have more momentum, and you may not can turn it. And that's exactly what happened. So um, you you have a coach that's kind of built his uh, team's pride and that we can we can go for it on fourth down. We can risk it. But there's there's a point where you risk it, and it's the ultimate risk. You lose the game. You're not coming back from that. And that's exactly what happened. And he says, you know, you just, you know, you you got to protect your team there. You got to kick the field goal. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did um, the smart thing at the end of the first half when they were talking about, you know, they, no get, kidding. they get it down there and you always get it up three scores. But then in yeah. the, the second half, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was. Uh, that's what they've done but all year, the, but in, but the stakes the haven't been like this. The momentum had turned. All, yeah, the momentum had turned, and you just poured gasoline on the fire. Yeah, and that's what Barry said. He said, "I, you know, he, Barry was aggressive in what he did." Um, but there's times that you you take the sure thing, and you know you you, you know, what do they say? You live to play another down. Yeah. At that point, and you risk it and don't get it. And there's so many things that could, you know, that can go wrong. I mean, um, so, yeah, they, it, it, it was an entertaining game. And, you know, I was pulling, you know, you've got all these Razorbacks scattered through the rosters of both teams. You know, you got two that were playing for the Lions. You got a third, you know, the, the guy that, you know, that quit after four games, you know, the transfer from Arkansas State, right. Jacobs. Right. I don't count him. Um, and then you've got, you know, one that's playing a big role, you know, Green Law. And then you got Brandon Allen. It's it's ready if they get that, you know, deep, you know, get some injuries. So um, I just kind of like I'm going to enjoy. There's going to be a Razorback in the Super Bowl. Just kind of try to be entertained. And and it was it was a tale of two halves, and it was entertaining. It was yes. Uh, the the other game was uh, entertaining also with uh, uh, you know uh, Kansas City. And uh, being the underdog, and they seem to be uh, enjoying that and relishing that. And um, Patrick Mahomes is, is feels like the next, you know, big time major legend in uh, in professional football. He, he is, but the heroes of that game, defensive secondary for the Chiefs. Yes, and is it McDuffie? McDuffie I think is their yep. slot corner. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy is nails, and the. You know, in that league, a lot of the offenses are designed to go after that slot corner, and he he didn't he never blinked. And I mean, poor Lamar Jackson. You know, they drew up plays to you know put him in position to you know to get beat, and I mean, he just kept making plays, tackles, and but I think I think Kansas City. You know, everybody's like, well, I'm I'm picking Mahomes. I'm picking that defense. And yeah. they, they threw a shutout in the second half on the road, which is just the opposite of what the Lions did. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they, they really get better in the second half uh, in this uh, little run that they've been on here and in, in all the games. I, I don't know what yeah. it is, but they get better. So the, the, the Super Bowl is as close as you can get to a neutral site in football. There are just not many t- tickets for the two um, – you know, the two teams that are participating. The NFL sells all those tickets way far in advance, you know, for like 5000 a shot. Yeah. And uh, the Chiefs in the 49, even though that's a little closer to San Francisco, well, probably a lot closer, I, I don't think you're going to see either team have that much of an advantage. I was um, surprised to see all the Lions fans in Santa Clara yesterday. There were there were big chunks of light of Honolulu blue in, the, in that crowd. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, to to see that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, boy, when when the when the Niners, you know, they came out, it was like it was like the flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz. Um, I mean, they just they just swooped down, and it was it was not a pretty sight for the Lions in that second half. Yeah, and we're talking with Clay Henry here. Your drive home is powered by Mister Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach. Is um is what happened in in Bud Walton Saturday? Clay, is it a it's a Kentucky thing, or do you think Musselman's getting closer to maybe solving a couple of uh, issues here? It was better, um, but I don't, I didn't, I don't see them finding offensive answers. Um, they still have trouble scoring, and the part that you that was that was good is they were they were improved in defensive rebounding. That's just total effort. But as far as, you know, the fundamentals of defense, they still gave up straight line drives. I mean, you know, it's crunch time, and the guy's got it in the dead corner, and the defensive guy's on the wrong side of him. I mean, he just drove in and dunked it. But, I mean, it, and um, they, they still cannot force turnovers with their defense. So that if you, if you have trouble scoring, you know, what, what do you do? Well, one is that you get fouled, which they that's what they did against Texas A&M. But both South Carolina and Kentucky, they didn't put them on the foul line. So that takes away cheap points. You know, that's the easiest points there is, right? Nobody's going to guard you 15 feet away. Then the other thing you do is that you get live ball turnovers and you get runouts or you get transition. This team is maybe one of the worst I've seen at Arkansas in a long time at getting transition points. I mean, that's, you know, layups, that's the easiest thing, you know, when everybody's behind you. They don't ever do that, but they give up on transition points. You know, they give up. They make live ball, you know, rebounds that lead to runouts or turnovers. So I just don't see how they're going to, you know, score a lot of points. And I don't also see that they're going to shut out anybody, that they still make. Now, the other part that worries me is that that defensive rebounding was supreme effort because Kentucky's in the house. Yeah. And Kentucky gets that all the time where, where teams really play hard because they, you know, they see that we're going to get you know, a blue blood scalp, which is what happened with Duke, what happened with Purdue. Supreme effort. Well, you don't play them every week, those kind of teams. So you may not get – can – we'll have to watch. Is that a Kentucky flashpoint that they really excelled with defensive effort and defensive rebounding and they slip back because they're not playing Kentucky in the next – I mean, are, are they going to get up for Missouri? I mean, are they going to get up for Vanderbilt? I mean, I, you see where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Trust but we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know if he if he will continue to polish their defense and their offense in that they because that's what he's done in years past is that they just got better and better and better and better. But I I don't see the same ability to play defense with these guys lateral quickness. Yeah, yeah. We also saw him really play seven guys, and I wonder if that's uh you know that can help. That's you can polish those guys. Yeah, that. That's when when things start to zero in is when he final when he gets the rotation down to seven or eight uh, players and they really only play I mean a blocker played five and a half minutes but everybody else uh, other than Pinion played uh, double digit minutes uh, in that game and really yeah. uh, Davenport played thirteen everybody else uh, you know played a good that's what of he's game. done in the past yep. now do you what do you do with Brazil yeah you know and I see I don't know I mean it, Brazil has not been effective at almost anything. No. Um, so, you know, it, I mean, it's to the point that having him out didn't hurt him. No, they they played they played a lot better than when he was. Uh, yeah, in, in games that I he don't played. know why. I don't know. I I do not know the answers. Um, but it didn't hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and and maybe maybe he just needs to get healthy, and then he'll be a different player. Yeah. Yeah. My my my. 
my father, I was talking to him over the weekend, and um, he has thought for many weeks that something's been bothering him from a, like, in the in the lower body, uh, you know, knee, whatever it may be, that he just hasn't looked right to the untrained eye uh, in, in weeks. So maybe well, it's been a nagging thing. Yeah, I don't thing. think, yeah, I think that's, that's a, that's a good observation, but I think we, you know, a lot of us have felt that way. And and then the other part, and you know, that's it's the elephant in the room. Devo has not. This is, you know, there's something off with him, and I don't know. I mean, he wasn't helping them, and they they knew it. They kept thinking, you know, we'll get Devo back, but it just it just wasn't happening. Yeah. So and, you know, and, and you think you think that taking Devo in Brazil out would hurt him? It yeah. didn't. No, it did not. No, it was a uh, it was like a, a new um, a new kind of energy got uh, in, infused into it. Yeah, forever it is, and and we it's like you know it's like what's going to happen if Taylor Swift is not at the Super Bowl in in Kel- is that going to hurt Kelsey? Yeah. We don't know. He might yeah. play better. If, you know, he might not. He might not be distracted like he was some point this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the, joking. The, you know I am. Yes, of course. The uh, the the page six uh, is reporting the her reps are saying she's going to be there at the Super Bowl. So she's it's going to fly back. It's, it's it's twelve hours. Yeah, and she's got fourteen hours if she does a three hour concert. And she does three hour concerts, right? DQ. I mean, it's yeah, it's amazing. like three three and a half. Yeah, I mean, she just keeps. Yeah, she she is uh, she has got the same kind of stamina that. That like Travis Kelsey does. I mean, they're perfect for each other. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.